0: I guess. So, would really? Thund- Sorry, go ahead. Is thunder? It's thunder. It's thunder. <laughs> the weather is thunder outside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One, two. Thunder. Feel the thunder. Lightning, get the thunder. That song is good. Don't look at me like that.
0: I don't know what song you're talking about. It's
1: called Thunder. It's by Imagine Dragons.
0: Okay, that's why I don't know it. I'll
1: send you a link when we're done. It's really um, good.
0: Cool. Oh,
1: <laughs> um, cool. I switched us around on the screen, so if I'm like looking down weird, it's because I'm looking right at you. But- okay, are you fucking ready, how?
0: Oh my God, duh.
1: <laughs> I actually was a guest on another podcast earlier today and we didn't ah, clap. How crazy is that?
0: What podcast was it?
1: A music podcast called Better Yet.
0: Okay, one, two, three. That I counted terribly. Cause- um,
1: Just cause, cause that's how she cause, felt. cause
0: um, as always I'm tired. Uh, My dark circles look like well i tried to cover them up right before i got on with what with concealer what (laughs) what do you mean with what
1: (laughs) i was okay i will say that question did sound (laughs) stupid as literal fuck but i i truly meant as in like earnestly like what products did you use
0: (laughs) well just like the concealer i use
1: um what's the brand i can't
0: i don't even know we're
1: never gonna get a makeup sponsorship if you can't tell me what brand your are is maybe it's like is.
0: Clinique or something
1: maybe she's born with that. It. it's like um, a
0: fancy one because I have weird very sensitive skin around my eye so I have to oh yeah
1: right around the eye it's bad
0: yeah it's like acting up now and I always am like what product am I using that is causing this
1: I bought like a face sunscreen and I've been using did you, like phlegm just popped in my throat when I said that but yes I bought face sunscreen. Yay. And um it's crazy though cuz like I obviously when I'm applying it around my eyes I'm like careful to scoop underneath like my eyelids. Um, But still, every now and then, it'll periodically, like, get in my eye because I just have bad allergies and always touching my face. And it burns, like, crazy. And I'm like, okay, I literally need, like, the Johnson & Johnson, like, kid shampoo version of this sunscreen.
0: (laughs) Why? Or you could learn how to put sunscreen on your face without getting it in your eyeballs.
1: But I want it. uh, This area is... I don't want this area to get burned.
0: Well, I guess you don't have experience around dealing with like around your eyeballs as someone who wears contacts it's like my fingers are always in my eyeballs but like not my actual eyeballs it's like my contact
1: i touched my eyeball the other day on accident and oh my god i couldn't it for hours i was haunted by the memory of the feeling (laughs) i was like oh my god i cannot believe people just do this Yeah, it's like No, you please say what you're gonna say. No, what were you gonna say? What I was gonna say is this: one time I was cutting my toenails. (laughs) I was cutting my toenails, and okay, stop! Don't make that face. I was cutting my toenails, and I cut my pinky toe on like kind of like a weird angle. And for hours, if not days, after the fact, I was haunted by the feeling of it. It didn't hurt. Oh, I I was like.
0: I thought you were going to say that the toenail flew into your eyeball. <laughs>
1: no, but, oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> Do you know about that? Do you know about that? About how Dylan has this thing where like when he he doesn't like to cut his nails and when he cuts his nails he's like because supposedly, I listeners, I just mimicked holding my hand at complete arms length, completely outstretched and like wincing, closing my eyes because he tells me that he's had Fingernails fly into his eyes multiple times. <laughs> is that real?
0: That is a thing. That's like a whole thing on an episode of Friends, actually.
1: I feel like maybe he saw that episode and he is just
0: I mean, I can I can see that but usually the, the trajectory is like away from you. It's always
1: sideways for me. If they go flying out of the clipper, it's always like to the left or to the right. It's never back at my face. I
0: wonder I wonder how like the position he's in. When <laughs> I he wonder cuts how his nails. like the
1: position <laughs> like is is we're like, just turning this, our hands, like, like Beyoncé single <laughs> ladies at like the slowest PPM possible. Cuz who knows? I know the physics of it is really confusing. But hi, um, <laughs> welcome to It Rocks or It Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Carl Q. You we may know leave me, that in. I'm oh, sorry. that's oh my god, come on. It was literally A plus grade A material. Oh my god, she takes a huge sip of wine. You look like Kermit the Frog right now, sipping the tea. I don't know what about this more than any other time, but anyway. Kermit um, the welcome. Frog
0: is my God. Sorry, go ahead. Is
1: my God <laughs> <laughs> I keep you're like,
0: interrupting you See how many the, times I can interrupt you <laughs>
1: You're the one person who was watching The Mass Singer this past season it Was like The whole time you're like oh my god that's Kermit I would know that voice anywhere
0: <laughs> Oh shit I forgot he was on that show yeah,
1: I love It is honestly the culture around talking about Kermit Being on The Mass Singer is so toxic Because when you say he was on there It's like he's not real He's a puppet <laughs> okay. I don't know Carl I truly... I can't get into this because it actually kind of starts to skirt the line of like existentialism and I'm in too raw of a space to ever be talking about that. Explain
0: Um, this then. When I was antique shopping the other day, I looked up. (laughs) And who is that in the window?
1: (laughs) That is so crazy that you saw Celebrity while you were antiquing. Listeners, she's holding up a pic of the one, the only, Mr. Kermit the Frog.
0: (laughs) And he was not for sale, so...
1: I mean, he was shopping. How rude of you to assume you could buy him anyway. <laughs> okay. Hi, welcome to Rockstar Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. You may know me from my various music projects, Museum Mouth, Gay Meat, or my slight involvement with the band Say Anything.
0: Hello, my name is Becca High, and um, the weather outside is frightful. <laughs>
1: but the fire no. is so delightful no no that was a
0: invitation
1: your apartment's on fire turn around
0: <laughs> what <laughs>
1: <laughs> i it was i was setting oh, i was improvising a scene oh a, my
0: god you know uh, yes
1: and have you ever heard of yes and
0: <laughs> i don't participate in that it's my i'm tomflery. a child
1: tom i hope i want you to know that is an actual art that people go to school for becca but that's fine it's fine it's fine oh yeah i know hi I know. um what if i intro the pod further i literally almost just intro the pod again even
0: though hi welcome to rockstar it sucks <laughs> and i have a question has there always been hosts of the met gala <laughs> because they like announced hosts this year for the met gala and i'm like since when have has anyone hosted the met gala
1: who and is it
0: it's like four people, because Naomi. Four. Yeah, well, I saw, I saw it because Naomi Osaka, of course, is like, she's one of the hosts, and she posted about it, and then it's also like Tim Timotei, Chalamet, whatever his name oh, is. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> the it's way I one, thought you were definitely talking about someone who was not Timothy Chalamet.
0: <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Um, oh, oh my god. It's, like, one of them, and then there's, like, two other people.
1: I'm perturbed by this. I assumed that the Met Gala was, like, a party.
0: It is. It's just, like, you, it's a, yeah. I'm, like, hosts, what? There's also, I saw a thing that was, like, the, like, Surgeon General of the Met Gala was announced or whatever. The Surgeon General? <laughs> it's, it's not that, but it's, like, some important.
1: Person. I love the idea of the Met Gala coming with her own warning about smoking while pregnant. <laughs> 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 okay, so the two of us are gathered here on Zoom today. <laughs> to talk
0: about anything other than music. Yeah,
1: to literally not even speak one word about music. Um, but we're supposedly supposed to be discussing an album called The Execution of All Things by the band Rilo Kylie. Originally released October first of two thousand and two.
0: Where were you, Carl? How old were you?
1: I was freshly twelve. <laughs> I, what do you do as a twelve year old? I was in seventh grade. It was I mean earnestly, I was probably at home playing some version of Pokemon. I would guess maybe Pokemon Stadium too, if wow. I was totally flying by the seat of my pants. Um, And and nothing
0: has changed.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you're not wrong. Becca, what was life like for you October 1st of 2002?
0: October 1st? Yeah. I thought it was March.
1: It was recorded in March.
0: Oh. I'm a bad listener. Are you looking at the wiki? Well, I'm looking at my notes and I wrote down March 2002.
1: Oh, so you say you're a bad listener, even though I'm pretty sure I just said October three times. We will find out when I go to edit it. What if I did say March and then I just cut me saying October in every time I say March?
0: That'd be really funny, um, but it'd be really obvious. Um, okay, October <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> two thousand two, I was nine, um, but. I want to say I was introduced to this album when I was 12 because my journey with indie music began when Graham got his license and he would drop me off at middle school every morning and I was forced to listen to whatever CD was in the CD player and that included Rilo Kylie and Yeah Yeah Yes. Uh, Mars Volta I was not a fan of that was one CD I was like oh god <laughs>
1: I um, want to talk about them on the pod at some point in time can we please
0: um yeah um Radiohead your fave um, oh my god listeners
1: I just rolled my eyes so hard they fell out uh,
0: and now we're here
1: I I will say I thought you
0: froze <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I I got into this album after the fact I got into this band with More Adventurous mm-hmm. um, We had some friends in a band called Fake Problems Shout out to Chris Christopher Farron, Who is still doing the damn thing um, But the bassist from that band, Fake Problems His name was Derek Perry And he,
0: yes. uh, he
1: introduced me to Rilo Kylie Granted, I think I had kind of I had known about them because of portions for Foxes, but he was the first person to be like, We had like a really, really good like friendship bond. Um, And he was like, You need to go back and like listen to the other stuff that came before this. And I, of course, started in chronological order, reverse chronological order, and did execution of all things uh, right after more adventurous. And I was like, just truly gagged by like kind of the. There's an adjective on the tip of my tongue to describe how good this album is. (laughs) The quality of indie rock that this album presents to the listener.
0: How is Derek Perry?
1: Married, um, working in local government. I think the, the last time I was down there in Naples, Florida.
0: Okay, still in Florida
1: yeah still in florida um last time i was down there (laughs) they uh, a handful of the our mutual friends were all at a bar and one of them was talking about how derek was going to be running for office as a republican (laughs) so i would and he's also like i didn't want to see him at that bar i was not expecting to see him there and it was like almost random that he was there and i was like oh our dynamic is just interesting now but wait
0: he's a republican now
1: I don't I don't quote me on this. He has I think he has two kids now though and the kids are really cute. So
0: I just remember he did make his own music, right? And that was yes.
1: good. Well, he was part of a band that was oh my god, the way this is like this whole day has just turned into me like talking very earnestly about my indie rock pedigree, but um he was part of a band around the same time as Fake Problems called Stay and Fight with Casey Lee, who played guitar in Fake Problems. And that band rocked. I like loved that shit. And then he made solo music for a little while, I believe under just his own name. But then he also made a really crazy record under a pseudonym called I.S. Your D, which was like, (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it. It was like drag queen music made by a cis man, it was just like psycho. It was like characters, and like half of it was sung in like a fake insane falsetto. It was like camp beyond camp. I don't think it, Eric. I was just thinking about this the other day. I don't think the record ever came out, but I definitely have it somewhere on an old computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, use as blackmail against them for the rest of our lives.
0: Interesting,
1: yeah, it's just psycho, psycho boots, but. Yes, Derek Perry.
0: Yeah, I... Anyways, I was just <laughs> curious. Because um, <laughs> I remember that one song of his you put on a mix CD for me that I really like.
1: Oh, um, yeah. He, I mean, he's very talented, but...
0: Um, but yeah, this... Rilo Kylie was my segue into indie rock.
1: That's... Oh, my God. To think that you... To think that this band was, like pivotal for you for that it's like literally you deserve an award like well, this is such a <laughs> such a this is such a great like solid solid band to be like oh yes indie rock so
0: began my amazing taste in music <laughs> which honestly like it's just because when you're the youngest sibling you're just like forced to listen to your older siblings music and i first did that with danny my older sister And that included all the pop star staples, such as Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Celine Dion, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then, yeah, once I started having Graham drive me to school, then I was like, oh, but also Graham would like also went through a weird like techno phase oh yes
1: yes 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 but
0: like i still knew i was like okay like rilo kylie i like this radiohead i like this mars volta i hate this
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love that you've had like such polarizing opinions on indie rock since day one yeah um but, wow, okay. So let's talk a little bit about critical reception for this album. I'm looking at the wiki right now, and gave
0: it a seven point five
1: that seems for the time that seems like um good. It seems like if you take into account inflation and a uh, changing musical landscape, I feel like that's probably like a nine now,
0: <laughs> yeah, or I also I don't know. maybe you can speak on this. I feel like this album. Wasn't recognized for its genius until way later.
1: Yeah, I definitely, in my opinion, it, I mean, I think I, I think it, it oh God, this sentence is hard to say because <laughs> I'm trying to like actively think. I think my personal journey with this record is that I grew to appreciate it more and more over time. It was like kind of like a slow burn. And like whether the culture kind of revisited it and was like, okay, yes, this is amazing. That could have been something that was going on. I didn't like really engage with it because it's just like I knew I liked it from day one, and then like every time I thought about more, I was like, I like it more and more. So I like wasn't on the like culture train if they did revisit it. But I know that it's like obviously. I mean, last year I was part of a covers comp celebrating the anniversary of um of well, I guess not of it, but you know, just I was on a covers comp that was like celebrating how good this record is.
0: So <laughs> yeah.
1: I definitely think it has grown in public favor over time. Yes, it's really crazy to think that this, because this record is almost like it has aged so well that I feel oh like this my record, God. it could have come out yeah yesterday, right? <laughs> right? And it's funny how this band went on to make music that didn't age well.
0: Yeah, I fell off. I think after, more adventurous.
1: Right after more adventurous was under the black light, which
0: yeah, which. That was, like, the most mainstream
1: they mm-hmm. got,
0: right? That came
1: out on, like, Warner Brothers. It came out on some Humongo label.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't listen to that album.
1: When I say that they went on to make music that didn't age well, I'm specifically talking about that record. Though I truly do love this band so much, I do love that album. They're just a couple songs I'm, like, the production, the, like, absolutely crystal clear pristine quality of this actually kind of robs the song of some soul um, because I truly think all the songs on that album are good they're just all presented in the same exact way and it's it does them no service
0: yeah I like and because I honestly haven't listened to this album until we I decided to review it <laughs> um, and it's crazy how much it Sticks, I think because it was just like formative years when I first heard this album and I'm like, mm. wow. It's like I've been listening to it this whole time, but it's literally been like 10 years or more. You um,
1: literally you find yourself living the lyrics to this song, yeah. like these songs.
0: And then I went back and listened to like some songs off of Takeoffs and Landings and I was like, knew all the words to those songs. I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: It's all inside you, Becca. Uh. It's actually funny that we're doing this just the two of us, because I definitely had like a low key idea of doing this with Tatiana, the music writer who um if she ever were to come on the pod, who set up the covers comp. But I almost think mm-hmm. it's better that we're doing this. Now that I'm like actively thinking out loud, it's like I think it's almost better that we're not doing this with her and we'll do some other Rilo Kylie record with yeah,
0: her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, like some other guests will probably want to do this, but I'm like, but there's like more adventurous to talk yeah. about.
1: Uh true. I, I think that this I view this it is funny that like retro like thinking back about how like the culture has sh- has smiled on this more it is funny that this is like the perfect stepping stone to the peak that i feel is more adventurous but like mm-hmm. looking back at this band it's like this step was so good and so crucial it's like it's almost better than the peak you know yeah
0: yeah for sure for sure
1: <laughs> wow okay well let's you want to dig into it
0: yeah let's go okay.
1: all right well the album opens with a song called the good that won't come out oh.
0: I do want to mention, I listened to this like earlier today, this afternoon, with reading the lyrics. So, like, I listen to it a lot, and then when I sit down and take notes, I have the Genius page open, and I'm listening and reading the lyrics at the same time. And I gave myself a migraine from crying so much.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> Beck. Okay, I, th- this is actually so good that you are confessing this, cause this is one of those albums that like every time I put it on, I don't like actively listen to it anymore. Cause I've just yeah. listened to it so much. I'm like glad that you took the time to do that. Cause I like, obviously like, I always want to approach the pod doing my absolute best like work, but life is hard. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad that you did that. Cause the lyrics are out of control on this right.
0: album. Yeah, very much like every time I have listened to it up until today was sort of passive and then once you sit down and listen to the music and the lyrics it's uh, i was there were lots of tears
1: it's this is one of those albums it really i i never owned a physical copy of this and i think i could have in a pre internet age i think i could have like really used the liner notes because <laughs> the you lyrics, a copy i know i do i need to buy one i'm like so um but okay. Anyway, sorry, we were going
0: into the good that won't come out.
1: Which, oh my God, can we just say, track one, it's already so iconic. Yes. Let's get together and talk about the modern age. All our friends were gathered there with their pets just talking shit. Like, okay, like uh, literally immediately run Jenny Lewis, her flowers. She slayed this, she slayed those first three, four lines. Unbelievably,
0: like the songwriting on this record is, she is such a good lyricist. Um, as a standalone thing, like holy shit! I
1: mean, <laughs> these these all these lyrics could just be poems or like you know anecdotes, yeah. like short story vibes. But it's, it's like, like
0: you can still sing along to them.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and it's like. They're not not wordy either. Like yeah. they're wordy songs, but like they're still so unbelievably catchy and like they're anthemic. It's it's truly wild. It's
0: like what you want to present to like country artists and be like this friends is telling a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a real meaningful deep story. Learn it's- from it. Study it.
1: It's so funny you'd say that because I was, earlier I was trying to recall a story, an event, an interaction, an altercation I had with Corey Urban once um, in the van on tour where I made a comment about how, um, obviously it's later in the record, but I made a comment about how A Better Son or Daughter is like the best Americana country rock song of all time. And he was like, that's not true. And I was like, I was trying to, I can't remember if like that was my standing point, but I just remember him like arguing me on like how, like, I'm pretty sure I had, like even maybe said, like, if it wasn't like best Americana country song, that I was like, it's like one of the best like written songs of all time. I was just like trying to, trying to give that song uh, as itself, like, the most accolades it could possibly earn. And someone was arguing with me about it, and I was like, no, you're not gonna yeah. win this.
0: Yeah. And you're I'm not, not and I'm just like, not all country artists, it's not like they write um fucking lyrics. I'm just saying.
1: It's just a great example of like, compelling, compelling, compelling storytelling.
0: Yes, and it very much reads like, like a country song would, but maybe like an old Dolly Parton song, or, you know, I don't know shit except the chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoo that on my forehead. (laughs) I mean, that's
1: honestly an iconic tattoo. I don't even I think that this song what what is kind of your takeaway for the lyrics from this song?
0: Oh my god. Um I mean a lot of this record is obviously like about depression and that's probably why I was crying so much reading the lyrics, but like okay. um like verse 2 is it? Yeah, she, like, is talking about just, like, vulnerability and having, like, a guard up in general in terms of not wanting people to know her feelings or, like, about her. Um,
1: Yeah, like, the fear of her feelings being exposed.
0: Yeah, um, which I, this is very, this is, like, the most poetic I've ever been. I was, like... (laughs) um. So third chorus, we get like that explosion with like church bells and like real drums. It's Mm -hmm. so good. We're like uh, seeing behind this veil, but it's like she's still hiding behind a a veil, so to say, because that sort of slight telephone vocal effect is still on her voice throughout the entire Mm -hmm. song. Oh, yeah. So it's like, here's the instrumentation behind the curtain, but you won't get to hear all of me
1: and she's like shouting too so it feels like she's like essentially trying to escape that but it's like still not you're still behind it
0: yeah oh my god wow (laughs) i just got chilled. i'm like i'm sure that's like not even the thought process behind that but i you know the fact that
1: you can read into it like that is like i mean it's very ap
0: uh literature of (laughs) me (laughs) but it's also just like
1: It just speaks to, like, how the song is presented. It's presented in such a cool way. It's presented in such a, like, open-ended, artistic, beautiful way. I think the bridge lyrics... Obviously, this song, lyrically, is just a knockout front to back, but the bridge lyrics are my absolute, absolute faves. Like, they're, like, the part that I, like, definitely... I'm, like, this is... I relate to this. This is me. Like, the whole song is me, but this is, like, me, me the oh you're almost home I've been waiting for you to come in dancing around your old suits again going crazy in your room again I think I'll go out and embarrass myself by getting drunk and falling down in the street you say I choose sadness that it never once has chosen me maybe you're right I'm like gonna yeah. run through the wall like fuck and my the whole way life.
0: she fucking delivers those last three lines she's singing you say I choose sadness that it never once has chosen me and then she's like maybe you're right yeah where where she's like oh I have been in that fucking relationship where it's like hey you know I have this like mental illness but you say I have like I can totally control it and it's up to me to like be happy um and then you start to question yourself about it and you're like oh maybe they're right but It's all bullshit.
1: Yeah, the dysphoria that that causes is totally, totally, totally insane. And I'm, like, someone who, like... Like, I have battled with it with, like, depression over time. And it's something that, like, I didn't... It didn't hit me super hard until I was, like, well into my 20s. So, like, I just feel bad for any time I ever was, like, despondent about it or, like, belittling it with anyone else. Because, like, now it's, like, to the point where, like... I mean, I'm not medicated. I obviously should have been medicated a long time ago. Um, But, like, I just...
0: Uh, Yeah, I feel like people also have opened up the dialogue surrounding it. So like, when I was going through it, I probably as early as middle school, like I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Um, I thought I was just miserable for no fucking reason and didn't even have the tools to like speak about it with anyone which yeah. goes back to just like also open communication within my family, LOL. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Therapy vibes. Um, Ooh. I think this song fogs.
0: It does. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Track two, Paints Peeling. Um, So I have a funny little anecdote that I want to say about the song and... Uh, that is um, on the covers comp that I was a part of. Sadie, Sadie does the cover. Yeah, Sadie Dupuis does this as Sad 13. And it is... So good. It's Well, yeah, it's so good. But it is crazy now. Like, when I just listen to this song, Normal, like the album version of this song by Rilo Kiley, it sounds like Speedy Ortiz to me.
0: Maybe. Okay, I feel like this song sounds like another song to me. And it I,
1: sounds like Speedy <laughs> Ortiz. <old
0: days. laughs> it might be. It, I know it's not that. Um, I'm sure it is. Uh, that is a valid point. But I was, in my head, it sounds like I cannot for the life of me think of the band name. I looked up similar bands to see like fans also like to see if it would like ignite it, a spark and make me remember.
1: Okay. I want to hear some of the the sparks that you were I'm ticking.
0: Thinking, in. Uh, I, like, looked up The National. I've never listened to The National, but I'm, like, I feel like they have the same vibe of the band I'm thinking of. And also, like, Cigarettes After Sex Oh, one. so, like that,
1: like, that essentially mainstream indie rock. Like,
0: but, like, dark, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's it's been in, like, TV shows before.
1: Oh, this is going to be bad. I'm about to join you on this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this... Uh, yeah, because my quest. first note is like the guitar melody is very of its time but also so timeless and I feel like like other bands have borrowed from it.
1: I definitely think that is true, true. It, to me, this song feels a little almost out of place in the Rilo Kylie discography in the way that it feels like it's kind of toying with like different genres of rock and different sounds of rock. Um, but I think that they nail it they like it's so it's so incredibly good and the speedy ortiz of it all to me just feels like like the reason why i see it as that on top of like vocally which i had never really thought about sadie's voice and like jenny's voice is being so similar the way that they like kind of like hop around like up into like high notes like randomly at the end of a line and it's like that's so it's so it's so cool Mm -hmm. it's like kind of one of those things that's like often imitated never duplicated but like now i'm realizing that like it's it has been duplicated and I it's so good that it's like it always feels new. I can't even explain yeah, this feeling. Yeah,
0: that was um, Marissa DeBise. Is that how you say her last name, Mannequin Pussy?
1: Yeah, I I have always said DeBise, but also De now she, she goes by Missy. So then I don't oh, even have to. Okay. she's mononym vibes. So is, like,
0: <laughs> okay, that is her. Because I was like, wait, who is Marissa? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> okay that's it's missy, missy. Yeah. um they have a little blurb that i found on the key it's philly it's a local philly music station mm-hmm. and since they're featured on that comp album uh they said
1: is it like wxpn the key
0: xpn yeah yeah um
1: they're cool they're big
0: The Beast, beast I'm so sorry, Missy, I love you, Um, (laughs) spoke to the band's Enduring Power, and Rilo Kylie is a band where I can confidently say that they are simultaneously one of my favorites, but they also give me musical amnesia by that I mean I can obsessively listen to their discography for months and then as if someone placed a curse on me I forget they exist <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm just like yes big relate yeah a
1: huge same it's like it's so like to speak on that earnestly it's like truly like applying that um I had been talking a bunch about Ryla Kylie in the past about how much I love them love them love them and then you know like a couple of months went by I totally totally forgot maybe even a year went by I totally forgot and then when Tatiana hit me up to do that covers comp she was like I know you're a huge fan and I'm like how does she know that <laughs> like you know it's like I feel like I'm not always talking about much I love this fan and then it's like oh yes I have to actively remember I go through phases where I'm like this is the best band in the world and then like six months later it's like you know whatever new Charlie XCX thing came out I'm like this is the best thing I've ever heard <laughs>
0: But. yeah no paints peeling <laughs> um again like it's the prettiest chorus too oh
1: my the pre-chorus and I, not seen, yes
0: not seen. um also Sadie's uh take on this song is so good like I love so like, Yours and Sadie's are probably my favorite because, like, who wants to do a cover of a song and just play it how it already sounds? Like, that shit is so boring. When you do, like, really cool shit with the sound and, uh, it's just, and you're, like, creative with it, it's such a talent.
1: I feel like her version isn't even, like, super, super, super removed. It just feels like she took, like, Every part of the song, all the weird parts of the song, because the song is like it's like a, a collage, really, of sounds. <laughs> and she like took all of them and like went to the extreme with them. Like made the intro very scary, <laughs> made the chorus very beautiful. <laughs> like she just, I like love, yeah. She's yeah, and she's then architect. the like
0: outro is like so explosive.
1: <laughs> yeah. The lyrics are good there, too. Oh, my God. I will say those... The the chorus, the first chorus lyrics, the um, I'm not going back to the assholes that made me and the perfect display of random acts of hopelessness. I'm like... Right. That's like famously, I have like a list of lines that, uh, like, if an I, I, like artists have written that, I'm like, if I wrote that, I would sleep for two days. Like, you know, I like did my job so well, I've like earned <laughs> a like mini vacation from reality. That though, that stands on those two lines are yeah. You get to sleep for 48 hours.
0: Oh yeah, the song rocks.
1: The song absolutely, absolutely rocks. All right, track three, title track. I want to say, real quick the the little guitar part that comes in in the first the do 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 I like can't even I'm not even mimicking it right but like the little like moving like note thing that comes in the high I I guess it's like a more on the it's higher up on the fretboard I'm addicted to that it's the most strokes thing I've ever heard it's so good
0: (laughs) I'm listening right now
1: the like little keyboardy guitar in the verses.
0: Oh, I love the little like Casio keyboard loop thing in the opening. There's like, yes, little... beam, beam, I
1: don't know beam, if those strings beam, are real beam, or fake, beam, 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 beam.
0: and then it's just the bass. <laughs> Ugh. this yeah, when
1: the guitar comes in, though,
0: it's just bass so far. Just wait, okay, that sounds so familiar. It's
1: like a thing, it's like it has to be. D- I, I know I have ripped off. The strokes doing that, which oh, I it feel is like it's
0: very strokesy. Yeah,
1: in turn like makes it feel like we're all just ripping off Rilo Kylie for mm-hmm. Blake Senate. I'm it's like, usually like, so
0: good at like naming other songs that sound like this a song. The <laughs> like,
1: museum out song that I did it in is Swahili off of yes, Sexy But I have. Yes
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh own that. Um, that uh this album makes me wanna shred on some bass lol
1: this this up makes me want to be in a rock band this is someone missing, who's in a rock band yeah but. it
0: makes me want to play guitar and like shred on bass and actually work on music but will i probably not um
1: Jerry's still out
0: i'm too busy watching tv shows uh <laughs> tv shows tv shows uh I f- oh yeah mm-hmm Mm-hmm.
1: Then we'll go to Omaha to work and exploit the booming music scene. <laughs> I
0: read. Oh my God! When I was reading this earlier, I read um, the booming music scene and humility as and humidity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, I mean, if I mean famously, if you viewed Southport as a booming music scene, you'd be moving there for the humidity.
0: It has been so humid here. Tell you what, and I am Dude, living for it.
1: I was like doing chores around the house earlier with all the windows open, all the fans on. I was like, I'm sweating so much. I feel like I just jumped out of a pool. I love um,
0: it. I just I think love feeling moist. It was all um, the time.
1: I, well. I'm not even. I'm past hating that word. It's like. It's like. I feel like it's like a cliche to hate that word now. Oh, it's oh. too
0: mainstream for Carl yeah. now. Everyone <laughs> hates the word moist.
1: <laughs> I wish you weren't coming from me like this. Um, I think it's funny that they're acknowledging all the Omaha, the Omaha of it all with them being a Saddle Creek band yeah. with Mike Mogus producing this. I'm like, that's so
0: cute.
1: Yeah. is Rylo Kylie, I think I, like I did not know this back in the day, but they're an L.A. band. Is that true
0: uh i i think so
1: yeah they're la it's funny because it's like it just feels this feels so ahead of its time it feels like they i feel like they were very la Mm -hmm. back in the day like you know they were uh, they were cool
0: they were they were the la band before all the bands moved to la (laughs)
1: yes that is exactly that
0: (laughs) at least when it comes to like indie music it's like yeah, all the bands I listened to that were from San Francisco have since moved to LA. Like Rilo Kylie is the origin of that, basically.
1: I would I mean I can I would not I would not disagree. They're so cool. Um
0: speaking on more on this song, they like another great thing about this album that I love so much is just they know how to perfectly place just notes and like instrumentation where mm-hmm. they don't overdo it. And it's probably about a thunder, really loud.
1: Holy shit.
0: Every time I see a flash of lightning, I'm like, here it comes. I'm ready to jump <laughs> <laughs> Um. anyways, but like, um, <laughs> like they don't overdo it and it's just like perfection it's very much how in like graphic design how people have an eye for good design and like balance and it takes me back to like <laughs> one of my first design classes in college and how like one of the projects I did really well on uh, people like overdid it in terms of like wanting to balance things out perfectly. Like have this on one side and this on the other side and have it mirror each other. Whereas mine was like, uh, my design was like very concentrated in a corner and then sort of dissipated out, you Mm -hmm. know, towards the other corner. And it was like, that's how I feel about this record. (laughs) And like their composition (laughs) is like, just they're good they have an eye i guess in this case they have an ear for like perfectly placed uh shit
1: <laughs> totally every song is a journey too. would like if, if we're talking art it's like there's like a focal point but you're like moving you start you kind of start with the focal point and then you like move away from it as the song goes on but in like a really beautiful way that like lets you experience like the whole piece like perfectly yeah
0: it's
1: i could make so a thousand good.
0: analogies like I'm also thinking about how like when you're decorating, how how many times I've been like trying to set up a shelf, and like you place something and you're like, mm, that doesn't look right there, and like you gotta <laughs> place it, place every object and look perfectly so it's all it's all in harmony.
1: I love, I yeah, I totally see what you're <laughs> saying. I, I'm right there with you with the visuals. The first verse of this song, I was like trying to figure out what lyrics in the song were my favorites. And I literally love... The fact that this song opens with her like calling for help because she feels human,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I like I literally love that. and the and if you're well off, well, then I'm happy some for you, but I'd rather not celebrate my defeat and humiliation here with you. I'm like, that feel yeah. when you have to be a real human around people, and it's like not cute. <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're not in the space for it,
0: uh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. The song rocks.
1: This song absolutely rocks. Rocks the house down. Okay. Boots. Boots, I hate how
0: like spitty I sound on this fucking podcast. (laughs) Boots. Boots. There's like a spit. And that's my job is like editing that shit. Out, but not on this podcast, because I don't get paid for it, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, track for so long. It's our first song sung by Blake Sennett on this
0: album. Which, up until today, when I sat down and did research, I was like, is he the singer? Like, he sounds like the singer of every indie band during this time. At first, I was like, Islands, maybe? But it's no band that I've ever listened to that... You've
1: never listened to The Elected? No. Oh my god, that's crazy. I have a huge phase with one of those albums. That's so weird, though. You wouldn't... That that would miss... I guess it's a little bit before we became friends. But The Elected are great. The Elected is like... At least the album I was super into. Let me Google real quick what it was so I don't sound like a noob.
0: Did you say a noob?
1: A noob, yeah. A noob cybot oh. from Mortal Kombat i was speaking of mortal kombat (laughs) (laughs) sun 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 was the album i was like super super in love with um but yeah he's cool that it's just like more folky country pop Mm. less like rocky than this band um but i originally it's funny because um when i got asked to do the comp A couple songs had already been taken, but neither of the Blake songs had been taken. And I originally was like, I'll do So Long. Like, I think that that'd be, like, cool and fun. And then I listened to it, and I was like, "Uh, I can't do this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I can't. I I needed this to be much simpler.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the instrumentation is perfection. This is when I started crying a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me listen to, like, one second of it just to see if it wrecks me the same. I need to do, Song is also five and a half minutes long.
0: But that's because there's one of the, and that's how I choose to remember it, fragments at the end.
1: Yeah, the song is, it's so, the synth is so beautiful. Ugh. <laughs> Are you listening to it right now?
0: No, I'm just reading the lyrics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: There it goes. I can tell you're going to keep your eyes to the ground waiting for something to finally come around, tell you what you knew that you weren't wrong. And it's finally time for so. And then we get the first little, and that's how I choose to remember it, fragment, which is like the circusy sounding stuff. We the have little song three songs. of them, and those are all about her dad. Um Do you know about Jenny Lewis's like childhood? I know she's a
1: child actress, actor, um, and she was on. What was she on? She was on. Am I? I'm her and
0: Blake. I think bonded over that because he was also a child actor.
1: Wasn't Blake on Slew Your Shorts?
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, True Beverly Hills. That's the first thing that they credit her as being a child act. Her on, um, I don't know much about her dad, though.
0: Her dad was basically absent
1: oh, her whole life. So
0: he, I think he was also a musician, but he wasn't there. And then her mom was a heroin addict. So she had like a super tragic childhood. She said like her older sister basically took on the role of her mom and like... Mm. If you know that, then you can like, like a better son daughter, which we'll talk about next. It's obviously like some verses are about her mom and fucking kills me. Like my empathy literally destroys me. Cause just I mean, like knowing the context, I start bawling. Cause I'm just like, yeah. oh, it's so devastating.
1: Yeah, there's a song in between this song and a better son or daughter but so I I just have a lot to say about that song specifically so which
0: I learned all about this because I think one of her more recent interviews because she came out with like a solo album and she just broke up with like her longtime partner who she also wrote music with and this album is like her like 2020 album I guess is like confronting building a relationship again with her mom because her mom gets like cancer or something and then dies so
1: oh Jesus Christ
0: Anyway, that'd be
1: hitting home that'd be hitting hard hard. okay
0: so long yeah so long
1: rocks I think the songs that they kind of surrender the bits the and that's how I choose to remember it stuff to I think it's Interesting that they do they do it to songs that I guess you really could say couldn't be singles. Is that off? Is Mm. that off-kilter to say? Um I mean, I guess in the in the world of a radio edit you could always Just
0: Well, it's this song Number two is my slumbering heart and then spectacular views I feel like spectacular Mm. views could be a single
1: Yeah, spectacular views definitely could be a single, but so you're wrong. I I think it's bold of. I think it's (laughs) just interesting choice. Interesting choice. It's like you know the song is like already like kind of, kind of approaching being past capital S song territory. Kind of being more of like a journey, and then like tacking that on the end is a really cool thing. I think. I think so long rocks. That's. It's all just to say. I think it's a really interesting ride. I think it absolutely rocks.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Okay, track five, Capturing Moods. I will say, revisiting this record truly today in the past 24 hours, um, this song is a song that I feel like I have turned my nose at a couple times. Like it hasn't, there's just other songs that hit way hard, Earth, in my opinion. But this song is very, very, very good. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, the
0: instrumentation feels like like a an orchestra somehow <laughs> even though it's still like guitar, but it's, it's just like, like this is like
1: a rock song, is yeah. it not? Yeah.
0: Well I just remember like in my notes, hold on.
1: It's waltzy, but it's like a yeah. rock song. Yeah.
0: That is very the guitar is very something I would write. <laughs> just like do <laughs>
1: do 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 do
0: and it's all just like downstroke.
1: Yeah, staccato, 16th notes.
0: Well, they're strings. I think, I don't know, I just feel like I'm conducting when I hear the song. Um,
1: You're definitely bouncing.
0: Yeah, the instrumentation makes me emotional. And, like, the chorus is really, really the vocal melody of the choruses do it for me.
1: hmm I'm going to listen for one second. And then the
0: end is very Desperate- Cheetos. Cheetos, Desperate- Cheetos? Yeah.
1: This... The chorus vocal melody is like kind of like a classic country melody, in my opinion. Is that crazy to say? do 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 I'm going to figure out a way to... Excuse me, stream this record while we're doing this. I know
0: I'm so, i li- I'm just like straight up listening to this song now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Look Eiley has a band camp.
0: And I if it takes time. His Blake's harms. I don't know if that's Blake, but those are a nice little touch.
1: Can only Cause. assume it is.
0: Winner of our time.
1: They're like harmony. They're just both so good at singing great and writing songs. They're great Yeah, they really are. It's so crazy. There was I know just recently there was like a thing where they like posted a vid together playing music and people are like losing their minds and I'm like it is honestly like two juggernauts making music. <laughs> Oh,
0: After wow. the bridge. And then the final chorus, Desaparecidos. It's the same guitar tone. I swear it's a. What is that one song that's like. Hold on, let me listen. Their best song. It gets so heavy.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. God, Mike Mogus knows how to make like a heavy indie rock song sound so good. Manana
0: is the song I'm thinking about.
1: Is that the shopping mall song?
0: I don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up is, is, that, is that like the first song Or is that the It's boom, the second bang, 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 bang.
0: It's like Oh Same exact Manana is Holy shit <laughs> 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 If you play him back to back You're like Okay This is sort of the same <laughs> Like the end of <laughs> Capturing Moods Perfectly goes into Manana
1: Does it really? Yes uh, It's gaggy the Saddle Creek fans, they all just... Oh, Manana's the insanely, why did they? Yeah, it is the same. Wow, we should do the Disappear Cetus record sometime.
0: I think, I think, isn't that on the list? I feel like I put that on the list, but who knows?
1: I never know what's on the list Every time I look at the list, it's the first time I've seen it Even though I put half of it on there Same, I'm always
0: like, I don't know what's on there
1: I was, I, It's funny that you even picked this record Because I was like, I didn't know this was on there <laughs> Okay, wow Capturing Moods, so insanely good My current famed song on this record And that's saying something This song rocks
0: It rocks and uh, Desaparecidos is on the list.
1: Okay, the more you know. Uh, if you're listening right now and you want to come on and talk about that record, get at us. Okay, track six, A Better Son Slash Daughter. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, uh. The audacity to even write this song. This song is... <laughs> What genre of music is the national anthem? Because this song is in that genre.
0: <laughs> ballad?
1: <laughs> it's like a know. march or like a ballad.
0: Yeah. I mean, only if you're like listening to the drums.
1: But like I'm I'm just it's it's like it's the same genre as the national anthem <laughs> in the lyrical content too. Is this not what you like? Is this not what you? Is this not what you bow to? This (laughs) is what I bow to.
0: to Sometimes you sing the national anthem and I'll sing this.
1: I don't even, I literally, now I don't even know how the National Anthem goes.
0: Oh, say can you sing.
1: Okay, well, I would, let me just preface and say that if I do end up singing the National Anthem on this podcast, I have practiced it a lot because I was going to (laughs) sing it at a baseball game. No, no. I was going to sing it at a Wilmington Sharks game. What? I tweeted at, I tweeted at them in like 2015, 2016. Or I think it's 2016, like jokingly asking them. And they were like, yeah, just let us know when. Oh, like,
0: my what? God. And this is
1: all just to say, I ended up not doing it because my dad made a comment about he was like, I told him because I like go to those games with him. And I was like, what would you say if... I was down there singing the National Anthem. And he was like, all I'm saying is you better not Roseanne Barr it. And I hadn't, I didn't know about this, but she sang the National Anthem in the 90s at a baseball game and she like purposely made it funny and it <laughs> pissed off the entire nation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I wouldn't intentionally make it funny, but I just think me doing it- You would it,
0: be cackling throughout the whole it thing. It has inherent
1: <laughs> comedic value. That's why I ended up not doing it. So one day, if I become serious artist and like get my shit together and stop laughing at every sentence, everyone I was ever spoken, then I want I'll you sing to it. sing
0: at a Savannah Bananas baseball game.
1: Is that the team?
0: So when I was in college, they were the Sand Nats. And then yeah, after I is. graduated, they changed their name to the Savannah Bananas.
1: I don't like that.
0: What? That is so, I
1: mean, I do, I love that. <laughs> it's so genius, but it's like, it's almost one of, it's like one of those things where, when normal things become incredibly stupid, it makes me dissociate because I'm used to them being normal and I'm used to me being incredibly stupid. And when, when it starts to feel like my fantasy world is becoming reality, I can't handle it. But
0: like, <laughs> Savannah Sandnats was already like stupid. Stupid, yeah. And they were just like, let's change our mascot to something that rhymes. And it's okay. funny
1: It is funny It's literally comedic genius
0: Okay Sometimes the song. in the morning Wait I can't even sing this
1: I am petrified and
0: can't, can't move, move away, away. but, can but
1: cannot I open, open
0: my We're eyes. trying to sing together on Zoom And it's literally
1: impossible because of the lag
0: No, it's your lag
1: how dare you come from my leg my beautiful leg and sometimes when you're on oh, you're so really you fucking on it's the same genre
0: literally okay Anna Kendrick
1: <laughs> and Pitch Perfect mash up these songs I'm begging you
0: and the rocket's red glare
1: The bombs bursting in air. (laughs) I practiced it in a couple different like a little, octaves like, you gotta do the act- okay literally I started doing this. this so I'm this is the best song on this record and we are paying <laughs> dust right now but I will say I started doing the Mariah hand as a joke like when I was singing and it is so helpful it helps me like since the synesthesia of it all it helps me like literally see the notes and hit them better
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: which I'm assuming is why they do it but like it took me, it took the applied practice of me doing it as a joke for me to, like, realize the purpose.
0: I can sing, um, what if I sing this in the style of Ariana Grande? Sometimes okay, whistle tone. In the morning, I'm <laughs> petrified and I can't move.
1: <laughs> you gotta, like, take one word and make it a hundred syllables long and hit every note on demand. Twice.
0: I cannot open my
1: uh, 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 yes,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, uh, oh my God, uh,
1: I've got goosebumps. Um,
0: okay, Um. this song actually made me bawl my eyes out earlier. Um. <laughs>
1: I like that we're, we're deflecting with humor because this song is, I have cried to this song so many times, it's actually psycho. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> um. it's like first about her mom and then it's like uh, and then verse two I think goes more into like being depressed and um, oh my god and your friends they sing along and they love you but the lows are so extreme that the good seems fucking cheap and it teases you for weeks in its absence but you'll fight and you'll make it through, you'll fake it if you have to, and you'll show up for work with a smile and you'll be better and you'll be smarter, a more grown up, a better daughter. Or son. Or son and a real good friend and you'll be awake, you'll be alert, you'll be positive though it hurts. And you'll laugh and embrace all your friends you'll be a good real good listener you'll be honest you'll be brave you'll be handsome and you'll be beautiful you'll be happy and you
1: are telling me that you don't subscribe to this like this is your national anthem
0: bitch i am not patriotic why are you, but
1: are you patriotic to this sentiment
0: I Does this not understand. hit you like a ton
1: of bricks? I
0: don't under Yes, it hits me like a ton of bricks, Do you but you like wake I up cannot equate that to the national anthem. <laughs> Do you
1: wake up every day feeling like this? The house down. Dude.
0: <laughs> yes. When she okay, says then, uh, this is when she hits the line, but you'll fight and you'll make it through and you'll fake it if you have to. That is when I literally start doing the, like, <laughs> yes, audible crying. crying.
1: <laughs> yes, I already cried on a podcast once today, so I'm not going to do it now, but I, it is crazy. This song, God, this song. It truly, name a better song. <laughs> you can.
0: <laughs> your ship may be coming in your weak, but not giving in to the cries and the walls of the valley below. And you'll fight it. You'll go out fighting all of them. This is why I'm drinking wine so I don't cry.
1: I literally, the song, I don't, I can't even, I can't even begin to articulate how the song makes me feel. I will say, as someone who has been the son of a mom with crippling addiction issues, um, the first verse is fucked up because it, it feels exactly like that. It, like, I can't even, I don't, this song fucks. This song is literally in my top five thank you. This song is, <laughs> Becca's holding up her beautiful pug pillow, Body Goals, I love him. <laughs> you should name him Body Goals. <laughs> I should
0: name him fucking um, Meg. <laughs> Meg for Meg the Stallion. Oh,
1: I of course think of the Meg, the giant shark movie.
0: <laughs> I did see that at a drive-in. I theater. love that
1: movie. That movie is so good. I literally like earnestly asked Nick. Then I was like, "Did you see the Meg?" And he was like, "No." He's yeah. like, "But I know you did." I'm
0: like, I yeah. truly enjoy any sort of action movie, and that's why it's my favorite genre of (laughs) movie. Action? Yeah, people are always so surprised to learn that, and I'm just like... I'm
1: earnestly surprised right now!
0: It's just, like, the most enjoyable genre. Like, I love fight scenes. That's why I was like, when you said Mortal Kombat was gross, I was, like, loving it.
1: It is really nasty. It's not
0: that nasty.
1: When the wing lady... I don't want to spoil it for anyone. The wing lady, how she dies, her fatality... Disgusting. Graham
0: even mentioned that, but I was like stoked on that. I was like, yes. Uh.
1: Okay, you have there's something a little off with with that
0: <laughs> But that's like it's obvious so fake.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's I can comedic handle, in how yeah stupid it is. And I can see
0: that kind of gross, but mm-hmm. like Gross in terms of like horror movie gross, like, no, thank you. If it's action and it's like bloody because of like fighting or like sick death scenes, I can handle that because I'm like, okay,
1: okay, okay. I take back what I said there's nothing there's also not like
0: gross foley going on like squishy sounds and (laughs) shit like that i mean sometimes but like if it's an action movie there's usually like epic music going on in the background and a bomb
1: exploding like explosions happening so
0: that's not all you hear
1: (laughs) yeah they're not focusing solely on how disgusting the sound is that's a really good point
0: okay a better son daughter fucks
1: yeah it fucks it fucks harder than maybe any other song ever what was that? Okay, track seven. <laughs> Hail to whatever you found in the sunlight that surrounds you.
0: Spooky Western.
1: I need to listen to one second. It's,
0: this us. song is the most visual. Like, I could create so many movie moments to this song. Hail to those who have come from sunlight that surrounds you. Pray for those who oh yeah this song is
1: just cinematic in every regard
0: oh and there's like a crazy synth sound that comes in later I don't know what it is but it does not translate well on uh, phone speakers <laughs> <laughs> it's very jarring on phone speakers <laughs> I
1: love the idea of you listening to this just through your phone
0: I mean that's what I did up until today
1: Oh, like just playing it in the background while you are mm-hmm. doing stuff. Yeah, are you big on playing music through your phone speakers?
0: I mean, phone speakers have come such a long way. That, okay,
1: I am. I am asking you that as someone who is huge on playing music through their phone speaker. Like, I have, it's just like sorry. to me. They sound it sounds great. The quality yeah. is
0: great. <laughs> I am just like I am hearing, and honestly, I am always listening. I, and it's like if I want to sit down and really listen to an album, like. I won't use my phone speaker. I also have, yeah. like, a Bluetooth speaker, but honestly, I use my phone more often. Just, like, have it playing.
1: Yeah. I, like, I was huge phone for the longest time, never saw a problem with it, and then, like, realized I could get a Bluetooth speaker and was like, oh, so now I'm Bluetooth speaker. I've got mm-hmm. two in the house and I use them both. What but, kind? Um, one of them is a Fugu. No. What is it called? Uh...
0: Fuji. Taylor's
1: no. Taylor's is a, Taylor. Hague has a Fugu. It's a Fugu XL. Mine is like um, it's a UE Boom. It's like a. It looks like a cylinder, and it's like all the speaker. The cylinder is the oh, speaker. so you
0: ride around on your bike with it playing music. N- no, I'm not evil <laughs> like
1: that. That's like the big good one I have that I got from Dylan, and then um, I have a smaller JBL waterproof one that I use in the bathroom.
0: Oh, fancy.
1: Because I'd be like waking up. I literally wake up, podcast, get in the shower, yeah. listen to a podcast while you're in the shower. You
0: just listen to it while I do nothing.
1: Yeah. You just sit in silence. Or I really do angry. like this morning. You so sit on the couch of the podcast. <laughs> no,
0: literally, that's what I did this morning. I shower at night. So this morning I like ate my breakfast. Every morning I eat breakfast and watch a few episodes of Adventure Time. Um okay cute.
1: Have you ever watched <laughs> Hilda? I'm sorry I'm literally interrupting you. So What? Hilda's like a Hilda's a Netflix animated series that Grimes does the theme song for. It's literally so good.
0: Okay. Maybe I'll check someone, it out, but
1: it's... I think you'd like it. Someone hit me up, someone commissioned a piece of art inspired by it, and I was like, okay, well, I can't just like phone this in. I gotta watch a little bit of it. And it's really good.
0: I got I am making my way through Adventure Time and I'm on season eight, I think. But in season seven, there's like a a story arc that's called, oh, it's all about Marceline. I can't remember the stakes. Stakes, I think it's called each episode and the music i literally found like the end theme song of those episodes on youtube and just like played it on a loop because i love it so much <laughs> and then so i looked up adventure time music on spotify and just like have been listening to this album <laughs> the music is so good anyway so you
1: wake up you watch adventure time you turn off adventure time to listen to adventure time soundtrack
0: <laughs> but no i turn off adventure time and then i listen to a podcast and oh, okay. I just sat on my couch this morning and ate banana bread and like filed my nails and listened to a podcast. You're
1: so, you're your mother's daughter. That seems like Kim behavior.
0: Well, it's unemployed <laughs> behavior. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that too. Uh, okay. Wow. Um, I think this song is a song, I think Hail to Whatever is like, it's it's really, it's obviously great, it's so good. It rocks, but it's not one of my faves.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it was the same words throughout the whole song. I don't know <laughs> how, I, until I've read the lyrics today, and I was like, wow, it really is just like the same few lines over and over again.
1: Oh, wow, it is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, which is that like feels... a feat in itself, I think.
1: Yeah, for you not to think of it as being so. And also, I think this band, Harkening back to what we were saying earlier, this band is so wordy that it's like, I just assume that there's more lyrics. <laughs> mm-hmm. I The chorus lyrics are so good and all the good things are for me and all the good things are for you too. And the weather changes not halfway between your house and mine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they just, they know how they like, wh- I feel like there's like a learned ability to just like know that, Imagery needs to have like a couple of nouns in it to give it like a time and a place and a setting and make it real.
0: They're poets.
1: They're, they're so good at it. Yes, they're absolutely poets. I think Hail to Whatever rocks.
0: Mm-hmm. It rocks.
1: I think any song following up, A Better Son or Daughter, has got its work cut out for it. And that song rises to the occasion. Okay, track eight My Slumbering Heart.
0: I, my first note says depression <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> love that um,
0: it just reminds me of that meme that's like boy ain't that some depression mm,
1: yeah it's mm. very that the imagery is so cute all the outdoor imagery the grass the playing baseball
0: mm-hmm. it's very um, that reminds me of uh, La lamelta, La Malda. They have a song about, I don't know if it's baseball, but something about being out in the field.
1: Hell yeah. LaMelta Rock.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: One of Travis Harrington's best friends, Thomas, did uh, the album art for that last LaMelta record. And that just feels like wildly cool and crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh,. I gotta listen to some of this.
1: Yeah, me too. Boop,
0: boop, 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 boop,
1: boop. Oh, yeah, that intro keyboard stuff is so good.
0: Mm hmm. And then it changes up, yeah. It becomes like a Walgreens song.
1: Do do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, like a literal commercial jingle.
0: Tracy, uh, that. The lines, though, of the chorus are so good. Tracing the lines in my face for something more beautiful than is there. I've barely been gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've become just like a terrible mess. The crowds keep me coming back, cheering. And it just feels good when you're waking up. And it just feels good when you're next to me.
1: (laughs) It's so the bridge is so insanely good.
0: And I'm not a failure, I swear I wish you could see it from over there. I've got a lot over here without you. Ooh. Um, and then we get another little fragment. Um more about her parents. That is heartbreaking and sort of how it's like um she's kind of digging into like a trauma response and and calling it these things uh and that's how i choose to remember it because when people experience trauma they tend to cope by remembering things experiences different than how they happened so it's like she's looking at looking back on these experiences with more of a happy lens than it was and that's how she chooses to remember it
1: yeah i don't oh god i don't even want to speak on this topic because i'm like currently experiencing some of the craziest like active trauma responses to my mom dying it's like literally i was trying to explain to nick the other day it's like Four to five days a week I wake up And I truly Feel like I I Spend the entire day like collecting My memories like of just like What I've even done like why I'm here It like feels like sometimes I like wake up And I'm like truly like a sim living in a house Like in a video game And I'm like what all have I done in my life that brought me here? Like, what do I have to do today? Like, who am I? Who am I to these people that are like texting me and responding to the things I post online? It's like truly crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, yeah, I can't speak on that because I think I'm just so actively involved with- you've got some like great
0: lyrics right there though. Um, Like you wake up every morning and you're collecting memories (laughs) all day or some shit like that.
1: It truly feels like like some days it truly I like feel I wake up and I'm like, I was not a person before last Thursday. Like my memories stop at last Thursday and I don't remember anything before that. And then Mm -hmm. it takes me like from like 11 a.m. to like 4 p.m. to like be like, okay, yeah, I am myself. I live here in Southport. This is my mom's house that I'm just living in. Like, you know, I don't have a job right now because I quit a job that I worked for how many, I'm like literally counting how many months last year I worked in the coffee shop. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, it's just so, it's crazy. I, yeah, wow. Life is really weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: I also think like, That is why I don't remember certain years in my life is because that's when like some major depression came on and they like it's been studied and they say when you're like severely depressed your memory suffers from that basically. And so it's like I have a great short term memory but yeah. When I'm like, I don't remember anything about that year. I can probably attribute it to being severely depressed and anxious about everything.
1: Yeah. Wow. Life is fucking crazy. This song rocks, though. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It 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 rocks. This is
1: another one that I like. Obviously, the standouts famously are so. Incredibly powerful on this record that, like, some of these other songs that are just as powerful, but like maybe didn't hit me the first you know couple years I was obsessed with this record are like growing on me more in time. And I love this song
0: and like this album as a whole. It's like crazy how much how I feel like we're really focusing in on the lyrics, but to our listeners, that does not underestimate the how perfect the musical like instrumentation is on this record it is yeah it's like it's flawless and we're like,
1: literally about to get into that because i had a meltdown about <laughs> that <laughs> 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 when i had to cover this song
0: okay so <laughs> i uh, my summering heart rocks
1: yeah my summering heart absolutely rocks all right track nine three hopeful thoughts so my journey with this song is so funny i if i had to pick a least favorite song before last year from this record i would have picked this song because it's just like it's a blake song to me rilo kiley is really about jenny i was kind of like on the outs with the song i was like you know what i'm not standing the song but when i got hit up to do the covers comp i was like looking at what was available to me i told you i like was thinking about doing so long but opted not to I was like, you know what? I'll just take this song that I don't love and I will get to know it. Mm -hmm. And I picked this song and then I famously waited very late up until the due date um, to do the cover. (laughs) And I literally sat down. I like finally was like in the right head. Because like with me, it's like I can't actively just work on music a little bit every day. I have to be like in the right headspace to do it. Sick. I probably easily could work on it actively. I just Tell myself I can't. And I'm like, you know, I'm like an artist and I just got to do when I feel like it. So I sat down to like start learning this song. And the minute I started trying to like learn the chords, I like started crying. I was like, (laughs) I can't do this. It's crazy. The musicality of this band is unfucking believable.
0: Very talented. The,
1: The chords, like learning this song, I dumbed this shit the fuck down i was like i can't i can't be playing this song verbatim even if i tried um so yeah the chords are just truly crazy i was like trying to i was like looking at tab website i was trying to play along to the version of the song that was here i was like watching live videos of jenny lewis playing fucking bass on this song live i was like I needed all the help I could get. I was like all hands on deck, soldiers come quickly, Carl's trying to cover (laughs) (laughs) Rilo Kylie. It was like so, it was so bad. It's just crazy, they're all so talented.
0: Yeah, that's like, um, anytime I'm like, oh, I wanna like learn the song and cover it, anytime there's an F chord, I just leave it out.
1: I'm like, it doesn't exist,
0: (laughs) no one's gonna notice.
1: Yeah, what is F? F is a crazy one.
0: Or um I know I I cannot play an F chord or just transcribe it onto like keys.
1: You do the 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 um power chord version of F every time. <laughs> I like truly I need you, like the version of my my cover of this song, the guitar parts are like probably takes like nine and 10, 11 and 12. Like they're just like, it took me so long and they're not perfect, they still suck. But I was like, they're good enough. Like Your cover is
0: so good though. Like it's the, it's so interesting and cool. Like that, like, I don't know what that sound is. I'm guessing it's your guitar and are you like banging the strings?
1: No, that's keyboard. I have a keyboard that you can sing into and then you can play. That whatever you sang on the notes and it's that. Oh, what? She's right. Hold on.
0: See, I love this kind of shit, as y'all learned from Peter, everyone, and John. Just, like, how people create unique sounds. I'm
1: sorry, I couldn't hear you because I didn't have the headphones on. I was talking to
0: our listeners, strictly. Um.
1: Okay. Oh, like I won't hear it in editing. Um, the batteries are dead, so it's pointless that I even got up into this. But you yeah, you it has like a thing where you it's a sample and you press add beeps and you can yeah, you can say whatever you want. It's a Yamaha VSS thirty. It's a port of sound with voice editing abilities. But yeah, you speak into this little thing and then you can play it.
0: Oh, uh, one day I'll be making money again and I can start buying keyboards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't make money and I still just be buying music gear all the time like a total freak
0: I just constantly buy food
1: Yeah, I also do that too uh,
0: Have you tried that ice cream again yet?
1: No, not yet Okay It's not in the budget right now <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get that Patreon up and running <laughs> Okay, um, this, anyway, this, I'll just say, I literally, I went on a journey with this song where I, it ruined my life, very briefly. I didn't love it, and then it ruined my life, and now I'm obsessed with this song, I think this song is amazing.
0: God, this song, I was bawling my eyes out to as well.
1: It's packaged in such a funny, major key, goofy, happy-go-lucky way, it almost feels like actually psychotic.
0: (laughs) Mm Oh my god, y'all just read the lyrics I don't even want to read any Because <laughs> I'll start crying now. Y'all
1: listen to my cover of this yes, song Famously um, Which can be found on Bandcamp mm-hmm. um, Is it Let Crickets Guide You In? Until
0: Crickets Guide Unt- You Back Dot Bandcamp until- <laughs> Dot com
1: Which are lyrics from a song on this record I promise you I've listened to this record before um, Until
0: Crickets Guide You Back Is a lyric Is that lyric?
1: what it is? Yeah isn't it?
0: On this I don't know about on this record.
1: Oh god, I'm gonna have to edit around this. Like there's like so a I few like I, I mean
0: after Spectacular Views there's three songs that aren't technically on this album that are on the oh. comp.
1: Yeah, it's on archives, that's right. So Okay, don't. I'm gonna edit all around this. So I sound
0: like I know what I'm talking <laughs> about.
1: I like Rilo Kylie listeners. I love this band. Again, I suffer from the disease, the curse that Missy said that she has.
0: A really funny thing is every time I don't know who, what member of the band this is, who came up with the name, but every time he's been asked about how they came up with the name, he changes the story behind it, which I think is really really funny. Like at first (laughs) it was like, I had this dream where I opened a book and it was like an atlas or something and there was a name Rilo Kylie and then uh, he like changes up the dream, the contents of the dream constantly.
1: (laughs) Okay, I love that. Yeah. Wow, this song slays ass and hole. I love this song.
0: Yeah, it does. And your version of it slays as well
1: thank you so much Uh, you're welcome so much i was really inspired by um this is gonna sound so insane but i was really inspired by obviously i'm always inspired by soul coughing whenever i'm making music but i was really inspired by the apples in stereo um powerpuff girls song in my version (laughs) a little a little behind the scenes i was actively thinking about the whole time i was like thinking about how I was going to do this. Like, how can I take this song that I can't play and make it something I can play?
0: I, you know I fucking love that because I love Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, three helpful thoughts absolutely rocks.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Track 10 with arms outstretched. It's 16 miles. To the promised (laughs) land. (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect dance. (laughs) Yes. Blisters, you do the big arm wave. Back and forth. Oh, yeah.
0: Where's the lighter? I need a lighter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The chorus. Now, some days they last longer than others, but this day by the lake went too fast. And if you want me, you better speak up. I won't wait. So you better move fast.
0: Wait. So you better move, move fast.
1: fast. Yes, I love this song. Uh,
0: now some days they last longer, longer
1: than, than others. others. We're off.
0: <laughs> yes! By the lake went too fast. Um... Yeah, the song is good It's a very I mean Connor Overse sings In the gang vocals On this song
1: Oh I didn't know that Yep Choir He's credited as <laughs> The choir Oh uh, I love my, my favorite choir Boy Connor
0: Overse Uh Yeah
1: This song makes me want to Absolutely Butt chug Wine in the park And literally Black out At 7pm <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the vibe?
0: Um, no, this is very like around a campfire.
1: That's my uh, version of around a campfire.
0: Mm, just like jamming.
1: Yeah, Kumbaya. that again. <laughs> I, we're on the same wavelength. The activities are just a little different. But your version is, the vibe is, is, is butt the checking
0: wine <laughs> in a park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I can't believe you don't see it in your head. I can't believe you don't share the fantasy.
0: I never want to be drunk in public again. Does that mean I'm old?
1: No. Yes. I th- <laughs> I think it just means you have a sense of security and you don't want to break that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now alone on Friday nights in my apartment.
1: Watching Mortal Kombat. Watching
0: any HBO Max uh, blockbuster. Actually, <laughs> okay this song
1: i don't actually even i do we dare get even into the lyrics
0: it's it's all the same okay now some days they last longer than others ain't that the truth but this day by the lake went too fast because you know like having fun with your friends this just goes by too fast and if you want me you better speak up i won't wait so you better move fast to all my haters
1: it's yeah (laughs) it is truly to all my haters it's kind of like a very like I'm girl bossing, but in a fun way.
0: <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> in,
1: a, in a way that's, like, relatable. It's like, I I relate to this girl boss. That's all I'm saying. She's so self-assured. She knows herself. She's in her own lane. She's confident for maybe the first time in her whole life.
0: Mm, okay. Manic Pixie
1: Girl Boss. I love this song.
0: Mm, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I love this song, but I don't... Um... It's but like a national to- anthem thing again where I'm just like, we're, we're missing, we're on different wavelengths
1: here. Yeah, I think I might just be talking out my ass with too strong vernacular. I love this song, though. I think this song absolutely rocks. Yeah, it rocks. Oh, there's a comment that says, as sung at the end of Weeds. I did not know that. It's
0: in the opening and last episode of Weeds, which I totally watched, but I don't recall.
1: All right. Track 11, <laughs> Spectacular Views.
0: Um, capital R rock song with the sickest guitar feedback solo in history.
1: It's T. Also, I was reading the lyrics to this instantly. I'm reminded if you want to find the covers comp, mm, oh, excuse God, me. Excuse you. All you have to do is search no <laughs> bad words for the coast today. Stop! Don't be like that! Burbs are normal. It's just disgusting. like picking your nose. Longest silence in the history of the pod. No, I'm oh, she's to the listening. Song now.
0: <laughs> I have to cleanse my ears from that Stop. disgusting belch.
1: I'm going to listen to a little bit of that.
0: This almost. Makes me want to go into a song that is not on this album. What's the is bad news?
1: Portions for Foxes. Yeah, this it's very is like bad. the yeah, the precursor to that for sure.
0: There are no bad words for the coast. There's like a little synth moment that happens after the line staring back at us, that makes me smile because it's, like, such a nice little accent. It's so fucking beautiful. (laughs) So fucking beautiful. Also, I just love the lines, there are no bad words for the coast today. Then you ask, what's a palisade, and if we're too late for happiness? like Yeah.
1: The, The imagery the like just the word choice in general is really interesting and really cool and i like just simply adore it mm-hmm. it's oh, it's literally genius songwriting
0: yeah that is what the website was named after genius yeah they lyrics. actually
1: this was the first album they ever posted on genius.com and they were like god what do we name a url for uh a song, this out for just an album that's, that's this good. And um, one of the guys sitting at a desk turned to his other friend who was also a guy sitting at a desk and he said, I think we got to call it genius.com. <laughs> that's completely erasing the fact that the website was rap genius for years and years. But... Really?
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. The more you know. The outro, the outro lines which you can't really hear her singing there it's like she's very far away in another room singing them but there then we move on out to the palisades where the sea pushes on the sand where the views are cheap and spectacular they're spectacular if you would just take my hand Ugh. and then oh, we get the the last little fragment
1: i'm reading it sorry oh that's a cute really beautiful memory
0: Hmm. That's how she chooses to remember it. It's like a picture of like a fleeting moment with her dad.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like. I don't know. I don't want to spill my beans too hardcore on the pod. But I've always had like a very rocky relationship with my dad, and I like think about like because he wasn't around a ton as a kid because he is one of those people that like thinks that if you don't wake up at four in the morning and work until five at night then you, like, aren't, you don't deserve the money you've made. So, like, growing up, my mom and I, like, spent all the time together. And I can, like, literally actively recall times, like, l- like one of the, like, three times that he, like, had a day off and was like, I'm going to hang out with you today. And like, I could like literally tell you everything we did like from sun up to sundown and like literally us talking in the Southport Burger King about how like this was really nice and really cute and we don't do this enough. Damn, it's like- in
0: the Southport Burger King. I know, Vintage. rip.
1: I know, truly, truly rip. Um, but it's just like, you know, yeah. When you, when you have a relationship with one of your parents that's like that and they're like not around, even if it's in like a sense like that where it's like, you know, he was around every night, but like we just didn't do anything together it is funny how you like latch on to these like little memories that it's like, Oh yeah, he was there for that. I remember him being there for that. And I remember being excited that he was there for that. It's interesting and crazy. This song absolutely slays ass and hole. The song rocks.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Wow. And we have one last song song. Well, no, I guess there's like outro stuff at the end. I'm like reading the Genius track listing. It says outro. Uh,
0: that's like, no, that's nothing.
1: Oh yeah, it's literally four seconds yeah, long. Yeah,
0: and then they choose the ending of Spectacular Views is, and that's how I choose to remember it.
1: Interesting, Th- who annotated this?
0: I don't know, but I'm amazed that there isn't more annotations. To those yeah. songs on Genius Cause a lot of them I'm like Someone tell me what to think about these lyrics And there's like nothing
1: oh, I've never really like dug into I just looked at the time We've gone so long No I
0: stuff. gotta Gotta text Amanda And say you can bring Devo over Devo? Devo their dog I
1: didn't know Devo I didn't know that dog's name was Devo yeah. That's so cute Okay. Listen, I'm just gonna. You wanna you wanna wrap this up?
0: Yeah. Let me text her. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Didn't know if you wanted to. I just wow. I could keep talking about this record.
0: Do it.
1: I this this Part is two, one that I, next week. <laughs> I just think all I always gonna say is I feel like if a guest if a potential guest wanted to do this album again I would be fine with that. Hmm. Also, um, I want you to know that Lamont. Lamont Brown, who's famously already been on this podcast now has dibs on A Fever You Can't Sweat Out by Panic <laughs> at the Disco
0: <laughs> I've never listened to any Panic at the Disco albums
1: oh, We're gonna do it on the pod because it's, he and I had a whole conversation about the demos for that album the other day and how they're insanely good so
0: Well, love Lamont, love his dog, so I guess okay. I'd be willing to listen to it
1: yeah Mo's a star okay so (laughs) we've come to the end of this album The Execution of All Things by Rilo Kylie it's simply amazing Becca is putting on a absolute show with her pug stuffed animal okay hold on I want to take a screenshot (laughs) I love you you're perfect okay is there anything you want to say about this album before we deliver our final verdicts
0: Mm hmm I love it. Spoiler alert!
1: It's really, really insanely crazy good. Um, I recommend anyone who has not spent time with it at least semi-recently, if ever. If not ever, then at least semi-recently. Please revisit. It's so good. All right, ready? One, two, three. It It rocks. Yes, yes. I was gonna say it rocks, but I just I'm in such a I in such a weird junction in my life where these lyrics are fucking me up harder than ever Mm, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in in this setting it absolutely fucks that's what like fucks
0: me up because I'm like on meds I don't (laughs) I hardly cry anymore but when I am PMSing and then I listen and read the lyrics to the execution of all things I'm a mess it's what brings it out because they're just the way she conveys so poetically about like going through depression and just being like oh god Ah!" yeah
1: yeah yeah it's interesting that it's just crazy that this record is it takes that on it takes on that topic so head-on it's crazy that like there's still like people trying to do that you know I guess everyone's journey is different but it's like just listen to this album
0: (laughs) (laughs) and cry your fucking eyes out until Uh, you get a migraine
1: I want to hang out with Jenny she invite her on the pod
0: I would literally die I'm gonna gonna listen to some of her new stuff see what it sounds like
1: yeah I'm gonna do the same alright Becca this was so fun
0: Yes, it was. I'm so glad. Again, thank you for you know stepping away from Pokemon Snap for this. <laughs> Shut up!
1: I literally, I the other day when I posted about being like number four thousand in the world playing the game, I like. I was like, that. I wish I was higher. And I was like talking to Nick about it. He's like, Carl, that's, f- this game has a worldwide release. Everyone around the world is playing that game right now. And you're in the top 4,000. Now I'm in the top 2,000 people playing. <laughs> <laughs> if I get into the triple digits, I'm going to lose my mind.
0: That's amazing. Um, your picks are beautiful. Do you remember how you. bad, like, I'm like famously bad at video games, but how bad I was at Pokemon Snap, like playing at Dylan's. <laughs> I don't remember. And like every pick I took was just like so bad. <laughs>
1: like of the ground. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: that.
0: Yeah, that's Aww. that's my memory of and watching Graham play it of course all the time. But I just it looks so pretty.
1: this this is one of those beautiful games I'm just like and they just did it so right it like is long and there's so much to do Mm -hmm. like it's crazy it's like I think like the estimated runtime is like 20 hours of gameplay I'm on hour 44 and I'm like I haven't even completed the story which I'm just like (laughs) hats off to you I love this game you did it right okay thanks for listening to it rocks or it sucks Bye. bye it rocks or it sucks is produced and edited by Becca High and Carl Kuhn it's mixed and mastered by Becca High you can follow the pod on Instagram or Twitter at it rocks or it sucks thanks for listening and feel free to like
0: follow rate review share do whatever you want Bye.